Welcome to podcast 214 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt and on this week's pod I'm joined by Dave, Joe, Patrick and Dupe. Welcome all, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. Three weeks of Patrick. <laughs> I don't write the scripts, I just read Three them. Three weeks of Patrick. So, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's softening it for us, I think. He softens a lot of things for me. Yikes. Uh, okay. <laughs> my butter. It, it softens my butter. I'm sure he does. Um, also leaving out on the counter whilst it's warm will do that. Yes, we're recording this on Thursday and we've just seen the teaser of FM 22, Nose Generator, Overlapping Centre Backs and the Data Hub. We're going to save the discussion on that until we know a little bit more. So... Coming up on this week's pod, we'll be chatting about captains. We'll have a quiz as well. But first, we have an update from Dupe and his money bags save. Money bags? What was good? Money bags. Achievement Hunter. Okay, yeah. We've... It's called Achievement Hunter, but you, I think you're, you're spending a lot of money. We haven't that's, really that's spoke about to. the sheer amount of money that we spent. But I think we should just kind of go back a little bit and talk about that we spent a billion pounds last season. Um, and then this season... We spent half a billion pounds. Well, actually, 600 million. And then a little bit more. If you don't know where we spent it, we had a very good team anyway. We won the league. We uh, lost in the semi-final of the Champions League, and we didn't do very well in the Pokal. The three cups. All I need to do is just win cups. um, Trophies, that's all I need. I need nothing more in the Achievement Hunter. But get higher up up the ladder of the Hall of Fame, plus win some more trophies. So... We decided we needed to strengthen some key areas. Left back was one. I wanted some better strikers to come in, and I wanted another libero. I found uh, I found Fafana at Leicester, still quite young in the in the save, and brought him in for sixty nine million. Nice. Um, and I brought a young left back that moved this this year IRL, um, which was Nuno Mendes from Liverpool for one hundred and twelve million pounds. But before that, I made a little deal. Quite Basically, when we went out of the Champions League, I got annoyed because we didn't have those three world-class strikers. We had Mukoko, he was tremendous. But we just the, the strikers up there just didn't cut the mustard. So I went and got Kylian Mbappe. For 80 million up front, and then another 100 million was structured if on, on bonuses and deals, etc., etc. And we kind of did that deal. That was locked in, ready to go. And leading up to the transfer window opening, there was a few players that I was interested in trying to bring. Esposito was one that we had at Inter Milan and just we couldn't get a deal agreed. And Haaland was another one. And I was offering them like extortionate amount of money and they just would not accept, would not accept. We did like we scouted, we tried to do everything we could do. And then I offered them 300 million pounds up front because we had it and they accepted it. So we then had a front three of Haaland, Mbappe and Mukoko. Uh, we brought a young centre-back in as well because, you know, we like to buy frugally and, and, and pick the youngsters up where we can. A young German centre-back who will play on the left-hand side as a backup. So, throughout the season, we, we've uh, we've just dominated, as you probably would expect with the team that we've, we've got. It's been a good season. Um, we absolutely dominated our Champions League group, beating Liverpool twice. Got to the winter and we actually didn't spend any more money. But what we did have was we had um, Mukoko winning the champ, uh, winning the Ballon d'Or. Second was Haaland, third was Mbappe. 
which I've never seen before in my my time playing football manager, having the, the top three of the Ballon d'Or. So as every Liverpool fan once said, this will be our year. We're going to win the Champions League and I'm, I'm super excited for it. Um, before I kind of break it down too much, I want to just explain some numbers to you. Mainly, Rukoko's numbers. He played 51 games this season. He scored 53 goals this season. And he uh, assisted 16. In the league, he scored 35 in 32 games and assisted 11, uh, 11 goals. He was pretty good. Mbappe's numbers... He scored 24 goals and assisted 21 in 48 games. And Erling Haaland scored 31 uh, goals and assisted 19 goals in 43 games. So I think kind of justified that we spent a shit ton of money on a load of players. They absolutely gave me the re return that I kind of expected. The problem is we went out on the Champions League semi-final to away goals after extra time to Barcelona tonight on stream. Absolutely gutting. Um, I didn't really learn. I've got the, I've got two systems that I play: my total Duke ball system plus my system of um, kind of like we, I call it, I call it the highlight killer, where we just kind of lock everything down. We went, uh, we we were went three, sorry, uh, yeah, no, two all on the night, or three two. We were leading. Let's put it that way by one goal, uh, which meant that we would have gone, we would have won the 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 leg, and um. We then decided to sit back with about five minutes to go. We should have just carried on attacking because they were going to push us. We would have then just been able to counter them and potentially score again. But I didn't do that. For so I just kind of decided to lock it down. I've learned that mistake. We won't do that again. And they scored in the 117th minute um, to, to knock us out of the Champions League. We won the league comfortably at a canter. And then we just actually won our first domestic uh, trophy in Germany, which we just won the pock out 4-2 uh, to, to Borussia Dortmund. Oh, against Borussia Dortmund, I should say. Uh, which leaves us, we are basically 21st in the Hall of Fame. We just need probably one more win, uh, one more trophy win to win that or to get onto that. Um, and that's now taken us to 17 trophies overall on this save. So we've still got a little way to go. But uh, yeah, spending money. Overall, we've bought 93 players during this save um, of... I think it's seven, uh, seven or no, nine seasons, I think. Um, 93 players, and we have spent £4.79 billion. Pounds. <laughs> um, I've sold 146 players, and the highest, uh, and the value of those we've got is £3.14 billion. Pounds. It's not terrible. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Um, yeah, and the highest transfer we paid was £300 million up front for Kylian Mbappe. No, sorry, Erlen Haaland. Yeah, that's kind of where we're at at the moment. Dupe, you're screwed when FM22 comes out. Like, when is the last time you found uh, Football Manager to be difficult? <laughs> uh, probably 2014. <laughs> like, obviously, it's, um, been, it's been a while now, right, with, where you're playing at that level, right, and spending billions for the achievements and everything. I don't know yeah, what you're doing I mean, in FM22, that's for another day, but you're screwed no matter what you do. Y yes and no. I mean, the one thing I will say, and, and there's going to be a comment in a second, but a lot of the saves I've done over the last couple of years have been lower league kind of road, road mm -hmm. to glories where we've had no money. 
we've done network saves where I've had no money. Eyes oh, emoji. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think for me, it's just nice to be able to spend some money. Um, the save I've got in mind for next year, I will not have any money. So we will be all about the system. Uh, I'm not sure whether we'll play Total Dupe Ball next season. But it's just like... It's an interesting system. And I've actually released the system now. Um, I did a like my little podcast I do on the side, um, Moonlighting on that one, that I kind of did an explanation of the system. We've had a, quite a fair few feedback about it, a fair few good feedback about it. Um, and RDF has actually got it, his hands on it now, and he's doing some testing on it. And I'm a bit worried now. This is where it all kind of folds in on itself, right? Goes, why does it say till percent? <laughs> Why was this on Curtis hard drive once? Um, no, yeah, no, I'm excited. <laughs> I would not want to. Um, I would not. <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's. It, you're right though. It's going to be very strange. It's also going to be very strange to play a system that doesn't like having more than one midfielder. You know, having more. You know, having less than five defenders. It's going to be very strange. You can just call it no money ball. Your next FM correct. Yeah. Maybe. What? I think Moneyball would be good with the well if this uh, data hub is as planned. Save it, possibly. save it for but, yeah. Save it for the actual features pod, Dave. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I was going to say, dude, we've got about roughly about four weeks, probably till the beta. How many? How many achievements are left now? Is it, is it doable? Um, I, I'm never going to say no until the new games, the, like the beta's out. I currently have. I've done 87. percent I currently have 12 to go. Okay, and that sounds a lot granted but when you break them down eight of those are drafts which i think i could do in a kind of semi-draft marathon of about 10 to 15 hours right which i've yeah. got planned for a couple of weeks coming up so that i'm kind of taking away the one that i think is going to be the hardest is it's just becoming the greatest manager of all time um if i can get that then i think we win it i think we do all of them it's just ha it's just we need to start winning more domestics and not with the misses, but like we need <laughs> to win more cups. We need to, and, and just how we're going to get the seasons in. It's going to be very tough. I think we're going to be close. I think it's going to be a very tough struggle to actually tick them off. But I, I like to think we'd give it a bloody good go. Do you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> No, I think you you've done really well actually to to actually get as close. I think we say it, sort of mention it each time that you uh, you give us a sort of a an update. I think you are it's it's I think times against you though. Mm. Now it's got to that point where you're the closest you'll ever get because you've gone after the ones that you would normally even not bother with. Mm -hmm. But there are just going to be some that yeah. Maybe you'll come come back to. I guess they're also the issue of certain achievements being potentially bugged as well. Yeah, I I read a bit about this this week, and I don't really want to know anything about it. I, you know, if it if it is, it is. If there's nothing I can do about it, if it if that's the case, but apparently there there are a few that's bugged. Um, I I don't at the moment. There's nothing that I think I've done that isn't there. So I'd like to think that. Might not be the case. One thing I will say, though, is like we're talking about giving it a good go. I have streamed Football Manager this year for about just, just shy of 500 hours. So it's not like we've not put the time in. You know, we've put some serious hours into this. But 
You might just fall short, which will be sad. I was going to say, we have, a, like, on this pod, you especially do with, achieve some mad things, like some of us, with the, some of the saves and stuff that we've done. Like, obviously, that uh, Palermo save you did, Pentagon Challenge, mm. uh, I did. Um, this achievement hunter is the maddest one, I think. For, I don't know anyone, never, ever, ever seen anyone get 100% uh, achievements. So if you can do it, I think that would be mad. I think I think it would be a like I really want to just get it. I, I look on one hand, I really want to get over and done with. On the other hand, I like the fact that we're still doing it now. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think I've ever been invested in a save that. Okay, it is relatively easy, as Mads touched upon. You know, it is the fact that we are buying superstars with the the, the Galacticos. You know, we are smashing every record where possible. But I would never normally be interested in a save like that. But it needs must to get to that final goal. And it's kept me so engaged in it. Um, but you're right. It is, uh, it's, it'll be rewarding. But maybe it might just be that once FM22 comes out, we put it to the back burner, go and do a, a save or two there, and then go, just, I'm just going to do a Twitter update. This is where we are at the moment. We're now 10 trophies away from being top of the list or whatnot. And it might just be that I might actually play a bit more FM twenty next year, uh, twenty one next year, just to get over the line because I don't want to be just close. I want to be there. Would you do it? Would you do the same sort of thing again? Absolutely or, or... not. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, look, it's like I said, it is really good that it's kept me busy. It's kept me interested in the game. Um, I've never, I don't think I've played as much Football Manager as I have this year, especially streamed as much as I've streamed this year. But for me, it's. Um, I want to kind of wind down, ready for the next one. And kind of, you know, I normally take a, like a little break before the end of it. I think I was talking to the, some of the people in the stream today because me and Joe's been playing a lot of F1. I'm like, oh, I'd really like to, over the weekend, stream some F1. And I'm like, I feel guilty that I should be streaming FM and trying to get this challenge done. Whereas I'd quite like to do that. So on one hand, if I don't complete it, maybe it's something that we kind of give a year. Like, you know, like give it a year and come back and, and try again next time but if anyone from SI is listening just make the list shorter and a bit easier <laughs> I'll be crap. make the game easier Duke, just, in, just in case anybody's forgotten did anybody out there make a bet that you wouldn't do it and you accepted that bet I don't, I don't think so no if they did like please let me know did you, did you? Top bosses. I didn't but I, I'd, I'd oh, like okay. to think someone's did and you on stream you've you know when you were 20 in just gone yeah no problem I'm going to get 100 of them Hundred percent. No, I've been pretty confident throughout. Like I said, I think I think the massive thing for me is going to be planning and doing this draft marathon that we're going to do. Basically, I'm going to go live and just stay live until we've done all the drafts. Um, and I think once we've done that and we're in single figures, we can kind of really nail down. We've got like one of the tough one is like to win a game with ten players injured, which I think is going to be a whole new save to start with, and you're just going to have to find the injury prone players. Um, it's just like I said, like like Matt said, it's just finding the time. The time is just brutal. Well, as the end edges ever nearer, well, good luck. Anyway, either way, whichever way it happens. Photoshop it. There is that as well. There is that option. Could put that uh, your world cause... record holder. Well. Yes, I will do. Yeah, absolutely. Achievement hunter completed it, mate. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. So that's a point. I wonder if the people that have got the records for the longest saves in FM, whether they've actually ever got to 100%. I, I bet you no one legitimately 
has ever, ever done it. And I'm not saying like somebody must have. Right? Nah, no way. No, nobody has got like played all them drafts and stuff like that. But if you go into like Steam, because it's all driven by Steam. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll touch upon this really quickly. You can go like the achievements and you can do global achievements. So it tells you like the percentage of players that have played the game have actually got that achievement. And right at the top is that you sign a player for your team. 86% of people that's played the game has got that achievement. 86. Right? And that's the top. First victory, 86. That's what point... happens when Raz plays. <laughs> First victory is 86.3% point... of people that have played have won a game. Right, 14% of the people that have played this game have never, yeah, played, so never top, won a game those top oh two those 14% literally load a game and it's on the, on yeah. the first day yeah. they're doing that yeah, yeah. and then Unless, I wonder if the demo is included in that this if you scroll all the way you maybe I don't know if you scroll all the way to the bottom you've got 100 drafts 0% of people have got that it that's says. what I mean the answer, so like there's a few that's got like 0.1 or 0.1 um, there's one that I've got that says 0.1%, and I'd love to think that was me, that's that 1%, right? <laughs> um, but there's four at the bottom, Knockout King, Draft Value, 200 Club, and 100 Club, and they've got 0%. So once we get those, because we will definitely get those ones, I'll be intrigued to see if they then kind of, if they light up and go like 0.1%, then I could probably say, actually, no one has done it. But I can't think that no one's done it, Dave. The amount of players that play this game worldwide... Uh... Surely I you, someone's done I bet it. You have, I bet you legitimately, without someone like bought in the game, or like, you know, I think, I don't think they would have. We'll so. see. We will see. Anyway, before this week's spotlight, we need your customary streamer showdown predictions, gentlemen. So, league winner and then the uh, the overriding champion on the Sunday. Who are you going for, <sighs> David? Uh... If I'm honest, I haven't looked at the teams. Um, uh, uh, who's in it? Um, who's in it? I reckon Clayton's hey. still in the league. Sweet left foot to win the whole thing. I mean, that's not what he asked, but well done. What did he say? He said Sunday. That's what he said. Did I do it right? Or? Yeah, he said league winner. And, and oh, no I thought, sorry, I, was, I thought we just said uh, who's going to win it on Sunday oh. first. <laughs> yeah, suspenders, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Dupe, we'll go with you next. Uh, ben wins the league, second yellow card wins the whole thing. He's got, <laughs> he's got Ronaldo. No, Ben. Oh, Ben wins the league and then gets hyped and then goes out to the knockout winner. He's playing so Like I did. So is that that that's almost revealed your thought process on this, Joe? What the Ben's not going to win it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll tell you who's not going to win it. Uh, I think Mega Saturday Luke. will be Sweet Left Foot, and Sunday will be Kev. Oh no! I I think you're right, unfortunately, but I didn't want to go there. Now, Matt, I know you were busy yesterday, and I don't know if you've had a chance to, to catch up with things, but... Well, look at his eyes. You... He's looking at it now. No, I'm going to be very <laughs> honest. I actually looked at it today, but whatever way my brain is programmed with colours, I didn't spot the white names at the bottom that were the wildcard picks, so I didn't even take that into account. Um, but I I think either, either way, um, 
when I was looking, I was going second yellow card for Saturday. And I'm going to go sweet left foot for Sunday. Interesting. Right. Spotlight time, gentlemen's. So when you think of a captain, you might think of a tough tackling defender in the form of Butcher or Adams. You might think of a leader like Messi or Ronaldo. Or you might just be like Dave and accept your assistant manager's <laughs> advice. <laughs> uh, funny, so what is on your <laughs> So what's on your checklist for picking a captain? Go on, Dave. Um, uh, um <clears throat> now just to be fair, I yeah, I look at like the the leadership attribute and what's the other one that they recommend <laughs> Uh, whatever, whatever the top two are, that's my captain and vice captain. Yeah, but never, never first season. I, or if I go into a new job midway through the season, I never change the captain. I always wait till the season after. Why? Don't want to upset the apple cart. Isn't uh, that why you're you bringing know. in a new captain? No. Uh, well, it depends the situation really. Like if I'm going into a team mid-season, I just keep it as is. Well, um, the only reason but, I ask that is I've done an Arsenal save I can't remember if it was the beginning of this year or, or maybe yet last year their whole squad they didn't have anyone with a leadership attribute like above 13 or something like that so it, yeah. it was really low and then obviously when you think of their mentality of their squad and the problems they've had obviously my what i done first of all was bring in people with higher leadership I think I bought Kiali yeah. in and like players like that and for that I'd be like bang straight in there captain sort this shit out straight away. So that's why I just wondered why you'd leave it for a season. Yeah, I mean, if if there, if there were low attributes, I would definitely go out. I think there was one, uh, again, bringing up walls, a few years ago, um, there were, we had very little leadership. I think Cody was up there, uh, but wasn't that high. And then there was no one else. Um, so you remember... Um, Brazilian guy that used to play for Benfica, Luiz Al, yeah, centre back. Elite. He had, I'm pretty sure he had like 20 leadership, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he was mad. Yeah. yeah, I always tried to bring him in, um, and obviously just add that straight away. So it it just depends on the situation. But I tend to, yeah, you're probably right with the intro. I tend to probably go by the assistant's <laughs> recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> I like to um, I like to pick someone that's high up in the hierarchy. I don't want to, you know, I do kind of take that into consideration. The leadership, yes. Teamwork, not so much, to be fair. I'd prefer to take a higher leadership attribute to teamwork, in, in my opinion. But also, I'm never bringing a brand new player in to be captain. It's got to be somebody that's been at the club for a little while, knows the ins and the outs, um, and, and not just pick somebody that's a brand new signing. Apart from that, I, I mean, I don't even ask my captain to do much throughout the year, so I don't really know why I take... I, I'd never ask him to talk to anybody. I, I, I would always do that. So um, he gets a bit of an easy run for me. Maybe he just collects the fines for me. That's all he does. Do you, so you don't agree with Harry Maguire becoming Man United captain? No, I don't. No, you're right. I mean, I don't mind him now, but I, I don't think he should have been captain walking through the door, brand new captain though. Yeah, it's funny think, you say uh, it. There's other players there that... Okay, Maguire's got the leadership maybe behind closed doors. He's got the, he's, you know, he's loud and vocal on the pitch. But for me, if it, if I was a player and somebody brand new walks through that door, I would never expect them to be captain. But you know, you'd they got to earn that respect from the players, and you're not going to get the respect from just walking through the door. Do you not think that he they needed somebody to come in and be commanding? I think there was other leaders there. I mean, with all, especially with. You know, with Manchester United, there was always conversation that we lack leader, 
lack, lack leaders. But I mean, I know Bruno's only been there um, six months, but I think Bruno could be. Well, sorry, Bruno's only been there a short, short while. It's eighteen months now, isn't it? I think Bruno's a massive shout, more shout than Harry Maguire. Um, I think, I think Harry and Baran, especially them two at the back line, I think there's going to be um, a little bit of. They're both big, strong, mental players. I think that they might kind of. I don't know. I think it's going to be difficult for Harry to to boss Varane about at the back. You know, he's going to be the if he's the captain, he's going to be the 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 main man of that that back four, right? He's he's going to be the who the one that's calling the the, the shots in the back four. Because Varane's got the most experience. He's he's done the big games. He's played against the bigger player for the bigger player. So, I mean, is there a suitable role or a suitable position that's best for a captain? People always say further back the pitch, they can see a lot more. Goalkeepers have been captains for that reason. But for me, I think the biggest leader in United is 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 Bruno, and he should be captain. I mean, I know yeah. that's very off tangent, but there you go. I, I have a question for you, Dupa. We can tie it into FM because it happens in FM. <clears throat> if you were the United manager and you're offered Ronaldo, but you've sat down for the contract negotiation, and he said, "I'll only sign if you make me captain," oh. would you've done it? Bearing in <laughs> mind the, bearing in mind the tattoo situation and how badly you want him to join, I'd stick him in the under twenty threes and make him captain. I hate that promise by the way I hate squad number promises and that promise and positional promise and they go oh you haven't played me a certain role jog on Um, if he's making that sort of promise mate nah leave him where he is let him go see yikes Uh, I guess I got sort of a sub question Uh, is and it it kind of leads on from what you're saying no, 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 no. I know that much. But in terms of like you mentioned about United and leadership issues. Uh I recently watched the Roy Keane interview with Gary Neville and he was saying that they had like a, a team full of leaders. But how do you pick a captain out of a team of leaders? Like what is the one thing that will set if so say they both have really high teamwork and, and leadership attributes, what's the one one differentiating factor that you would use to choose a captain out of that lot, especially if you're potentially going to upset things. Um, I probably wouldn't have been this clever before Dupe said it, but probably hierarchy would be one. Uh, game time would be another one. As long as if if I knew they were going to be playing a lot, because there are a lot of teams that have good leaders, but they're not necessarily the strongest players and won't you know won't won't play enough. So someone that's going to get regular game time, uh, somebody that's in the top social group. Um, and hierarchy, sorry, and then obviously social group. Um, but if you've got more than one, then potluck really, <laughs> who gets it? But you know, I'd I'd be looking at those sort of key things really. I mean, for me, it's a bit difficult because I've never had like teams full of massive leaders. But I would I'd be looking at a few things. One would be language spoken, and I know that sounds a bit petty, yeah. but if if I'm managing an English club. And I'm English. No, I'd I like agree. my captain to be English. Brexit means Brexit. Um, I think, especially if you're going to have a club that's you know, the, the squad registration was being homegrown, you're going to have more English-speaking players. And I think for me, FM-wise, because you can you can monitor that, would be bravery. I'd call it, I'd prefer a braver captain to a non-brave captain. If shit was going to go down, I would I would I would want him to be at the front of the queue pushing them back. Uh, that is purely FM, but. That's, that's kind of one way I'd look at it. Three words, Matt. 
winds up opponents. Oh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, one of my things was going to be if you had a team of leaders, it would be who is who is the hardest. Who's your man that's going to go and smash people about? But I'd probably look at personality trait as well. I was, I was so going to say, what what, what type of personality they are, which works both ways. Because if you've got a team of leaders, they should be able to be a leader without having an armband. So then that's their personality as well. So it's yeah, it's, it's difficult, but I would I would tend to say if I had a group of leaders, it would be the one that wins the fight. <laughs> Last man standing. Down, down to the car program. Okay. Feature feature request in the forums. Yeah. <laughs> training selection. Training Owls. selection. Battle Royale. <laughs> uh, Joe, do you want to read this next bit as you put it together and did the work for it, or shall I read it? Well, the fact that I haven't got a Trello open, I'd say you better read it. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. I'm guessing you're talking so, uh, about Vincent Company. I am oh, indeed. Okay. Uh, Not the so, bit that Duke ruined about so, goalkeepers being captains. Oh, I haven't no, read the Trello. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the leadership attribute was formerly known as influence, and after a quick trip through the archives, Joe has found that Vincent Company's attributes from FM05 he had an influence of just eight. Uh <laughs> As he progressed through to Hamburg, it had risen to 10. And by the time he'd finished at Manchester City and headed back to Anderlecht, he'd reached 20 and was arguably one of the leaders of his generation. So do you have a captain, a leader or a legend from a save that you can remember? I can, I can go because I wrote this. So I actually wrote this because I do have someone <laughs> and I still think about him today. Now, the pronunciation, I might dupe this up, but... Yes. In English, I would say it's, it's George Mayer, but it's like a Jorge Mayer, who was a yeah. Spanish centre oh, after yeah. I had him in Villarreal. What so a Mayer there, mate. He was, uh, I wouldn't say he was anything, there wasn't anything particularly brilliant about him, but in this, in that squad, he was like my captain fantastic. He was, like, all his attributes were rounded. He, he wouldn't have a game below seven. He'd pick a few goals up and, like, he didn't get sent off. So like he was always dependable, but I just remember him being my captain for about ten years, um, and I I worked so hard to get him, to, you know, using all the little tricks and tips that we've got for signing players because I couldn't get him for so long. I didn't have the money, or he just you know uh, he wouldn't be released from where he was. And eventually I got him, and I literally I made him captain in the first season, and he remained my captain until he retired. For me, it would be my Palermo save. Um, Mafias Metz came in. From Lorient, we then had a raffle winner and Jace Decanio took his name. He was a striker, which is very, for me, not, not the best place to be a captain. And uh, he he just dragged us through games. He won us games. He won us tournaments. And inevitably, he, he scored. He scored one of the goals in the Champions League final to win us that after 11 years of being at the club. Um, for me, yeah, probably one of my favourite players. That, one of my favourite new gens, definitely. The one that sticks in my mind, um, unfortunately, as a Newcastle fan, um, but I had, a, I had a good save. I think it was FM 13. It was when Fabri uh, Collegini was the Newcastle captain and obviously looked legend on Tyneside, the songs and everything. So coming in to take over Newcastle, you're not moving him as captain. But And I think I kind of still do it. I was already thinking about, you know, I'm going to bring in someone to be my captain because if I'm going to raise the team, he he'll end up not being good enough. So I brought in... Um, Raul Albiol, uh, I think I've mentioned him before on the pod. He was pretty young at Real Madrid. Um, I think that's where 
I don't know if he started there or he was there pretty young. So I kind of brought him in with the hope that he'd turn into kind of first choice defender. But really looking at the leadership he had, he was he was always going to be the replacement for, for Collegini. And big, big shoes to fill and big hair to fill as well, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> um, but he ended up like that. I think it must have been 10, 12 seasons. He was there all the way until he retired. And then obviously straight into the assistant manager role and stayed there for another, you know, five, six seasons. So I think like that, it was that idea of, you know, like Dave said, not necessarily uprooting the captain right away, but always look, you know, bringing in someone who's who's going to take the reins and give them that handover process, maybe something like that. See, I don't really have any proper standouts from sort of saves from sort of years gone by, but a shout out to Lewis Cook, who's been amazing at Bournemouth. Never, he was doesn't start as captain. I think he starts at vice captain, and then Steve Cook left, or basically retired when he moved to Burnley in the Championship. Uh, so I lost, and he was he was a very good captain as well. Obviously, been there for a long time. So I was kind of forced into upsetting Applecart. Um, but I either promoted or I just made Lewis Cook captain. And I've never had a like a personal player issue when it comes to like, oh, they want a new contract, just send Lewis and he sorts it out. And it, it literally is every time anything like that. Um, so I've been very impressed. I don't think his attributes are crazy high. He's just been at the club for a long time, which I think is is a massive helping hand. Uh, literally, I was going to say, um, back in the famed network save I had with Raz, when he was Boca Juniors, he had Fernando Gargo as his captain and Pablo Perez as his vice captain. And it was like literally any time any player come or wanted a new contract or anything, he'd just send Gargo and it'd be like, yep. Don't worry about it anymore. And then if he didn't, Perez would just snap their legs in training. <laughs> it just was like it was just one of the things in the save. It was like, oh, we've moaned about a contract. Click. Yep, he don't want one anymore. It's like they were scared of those two. Brilliant. <laughs> um, as uh, Dupe has already slightly sand back to the final question, we'll ask it anyway. Um, should goalkeepers be captains? Quick fire round, Dave. Yes or no? Yes. Dupe. Yes. No. <laughs> Mad. I have to say yes because my current Bologna captain is the goalkeeper. Nothing about quick fire that, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Um, that rounds off our. What about our you, Matt? About captains. What about me? Oh, don't care. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't like goalkeepers as captains. No. Three two. Brad Friedel was amazing as a, a captain, but equally no. So, uh, quiz time. It's time for the quiz. Yeah, boy, quiz time. Fancy football manager quiz? For a change? Sir, yes. Tottenham one. You want Spurs, Spurs quiz? Okay, I got, I got two. Um, okay, so I suppose, yeah, on the day that we've seen some FM22 features, um, I said we'll do a football manager quiz, because apparently you lads are supposed to know something about it. No 90s football, <laughs> Dave. So what no. I've done is I've gone into the player mm-hmm. search of FM21 in uh, updated database. And I've, the game down, Matt. <laughs> game's over. I've looked for 10 specific roles. So I'm looking for the, you know, I've fil- gone into the filter to look for the natural role for 10 specific roles, not positions, but actual roles. And I want you guys to tell me who the highest value player is for the role I name when it comes up in the player search. Now, I'll, I'll drop you some clues. So I'm going to give you two points if you get it on your own. You can shout in the answer. Um, and if I have to throw out a clue, I'll give you one point um, and I'll, I'll help you out with maybe nationalities or clubs or something like this. So I'll give you an example. 
if I was to say Ram Deuter to you guys, who would you, who would you, who would you guess? Muller. Muller. Muller, exactly right. So you're going to go for the highest value player in each role that I shout. <clears throat> so, fingers on imaginary buzzers. First one we're going to go with is Mazala. Nerd. Nerd. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne. It's two points for Nerd Phonic. Yeah. Well done. Next. We'll keep it easy, lads. Box to box midfielder. Dave. Dave. Kante. Kante gets Dave two points. Well done. It's not going to be this easy all the way through, lads, I promise. <laughs> Next. Deep lying forward. Go. Joe in my ear. Harry Kane. Harry Kane. That's Joe. A solid two that points. That was tight, you know, that was. Was tight. I finished before it even spoke. It was tight. Mine. Were you, were you going to guess Harry Kane? Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Of course he was. Yeah. Of course he was. I am now. Next. Number four. Target man. Nerd. Nerd. Lukaku. Incorrect. Balls. Ooh. It's a tough one now, lads. I'll throw you a clue. Plays in Spain. Joe. Joe. Mario Gomez. Do you want to not repeat oh, it's the not, name? Is it, no, it's the Uruguayan guy. Dave. Who went fishing. Yeah, Maxi Gomez, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Maxi Gomez. Give it to Joe the points for this. Give it a I have to give Joe the points for this. No, no, I'm not paying attention. I'll give you a point each. Post a Steve Bruce gif. I'm going to give you a point each. Give it to Dave. Number five. Trek Artista. Dave. Dave. Femina. Incorrect. Nerd. Nerd. Messi. Incorrect. I'm going to throw you a clue. He's Italian. Oh. Doop. Doop. Chiesa. Incorrect. I'm going to throw you another clue. He was not in the most recent Italian Euros team. And hasn't featured internationally for a while. I'm going to give you another clue. What? He has played for both Milan clubs. And in uh... England. And I'm going to give you one final clue. He, li- he likes putting a statement on a t-shirt. Joe. Joe. Mario Balotelli. Surprisingly, Mario Balotelli. The highest value you know player what? Artista. Do you know what? When you said he hasn't played for a while, I was going to say Balotelli. There's no way. Mad, yeah. He said highest value. I thought no chance it's in. I know, it's crazy. It's just the way it came out. Yeah, crazy. Number six. Pressing forward. Nerd. Nerd. Vardy. Incorrect. Dave. Dave. Haaland. Incorrect. Doop. Doop. Victor Osima. Incorrect. <laughs> very good. He's very good at that position. 
I couldn't let one of you get that one. Gonna throw you a clue. Plays in Germany. Yes. Dave. Dave. Paulson. Incorrect. Ah. Throw you another clue. He's not German. Um, who said Holland? Right? You said Holland, yeah. I'll throw you another clue. He's quite fond of scoring goals. Dupe. Oh, mad. Dupe in my ear. Um, Robert Lewandowski. Lewandowski gets you a point, Dupe. I just thought I, did, I couldn't see him as a pace forward. Yeah, yeah, that's what he has, yeah, yeah. Surprisingly enough. Number eight. Might get a bit harder now, that's not going to lie. Slightly. Engonsh. Dave. Dave. Hakan Shalanoglu. I'd give you a point for the pronunciation, but it's incorrect. Joe. Oh. Joe. Isco. Incorrect. Nerd. Nerd. Alexis Sanchez. Incorrect. Dupe. Dupe. One matter. Incorrect. You're all kind of on the right track. But incorrect. What, immobile Te- technical players with no legs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Billy Monger. Yeah. Mark. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. Spanish. Dupe. Dupe. David Silva. Incorrect. I'll give you another clue. Has played for two English clubs. In London. Dupe. Dupe. Oh, no, it wouldn't be. Fabregas. He hasn't. Correct. Oh, he's right. Chelsea. Crikey. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Point is he, how how is he value? Is he still playing? He's still playing, yeah. I can't think that. Top of my head, he was 8.5, but it could be wrong. It's just the way. It's for the natural role. It's just the way the, the filter. Uh, the, yeah, for yeah. mm. You're close. He's in fairness. He's only got the top two leagues loaded. Yeah. <laughs> he's only got Spain and England. <laughs> yeah. I told you, you've heard about my potato computer, haven't you? Yeah. Um, so we're going to go number number I'm eight. Have to say that. <laughs> number eight, Anchorman. Ron Burgundy. I love Lamp. Um, <laughs> I was going to say Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe? Dupe. Okay, Dupe. Go on. Wilfred Ndidi. Incorrect. Joe? Joe. Busquets? Incorrect. I was going to say that. I'll give you a clue. Plays in Germany. Dave. Dave. Uh, Xavi Martinez. That's a shout, Dave. Get to your point. Xavi Martinez. Good shout, David. He looks a bit like you. (laughs) <laughs> dead, dead trim <laughs> yeah. hey. right penultimate question number nine libero oh everybody oh, loves the libero on this podcast this is a, t- a slightly tough one Dave Dave Van Dyke incorrect Dupe. Dupe. I pronounced it wrong, really. 
Garvado? Incorrect. Joe? Joe. Upper Meccano? Incorrect. Nerd? Nerd. Eric Garcia? Incorrect. So I'll give you a oh, clue. Got, shout. He's Argentinian. Joe. Joe. Christian Romero? Incorrect. Dupe? Dupe. Oh, you said he's Argentinian. He's not Argentinian. Dave. Dave. Rojo. Incorrect. <laughs> I'll give you another clue. Dupe. Dupe. Mascarana. Incorrect. <laughs> Does he still play? <laughs> he plays his football in Holland. Joe. Joe. Senesi. Marcos Senesi. Great show, Joe. I'll tell you what, watched that documentary the other day and <laughs> Christ, he scores some bangers. <laughs> the final He's a centre-half scoring bicycle kicks. <laughs> Big up the libero. And finally, we're going to go with defensive winger. Joe. Joe. Don't count. <laughs> James Milner. Incorrect. Good show. What a dead position. Who the hell plays <laughs> it? It's going to be someone like Ashley Young, isn't it? Incorrect. Dave. Dave. Vitolo. Incorrect. Dupe. Dupe. Kimmich. Incorrect. I'm going to give you a clue, Dupe. lads. Dupe. Goosens. Incorrect. So this player is Northern Irish. <laughs> Joe. Dave. Joe. Give it to Dave. I was about, nah, to, I was about to go full on war because oh. I'm sure he's Irish. <laughs> Stephen Davis. Incorrect. Oh. You might as well have said Aaron Hughes. <laughs> it's probably only two players anyone knows. Aaron Hughes. David Healy. I'll give you another clue. Oh, Plays in the Premier League. Do. No, Do. I'm so scared to which Irish it is. Aaron Connolly. Incorrect. Also, it's correct. He's the wrong Irish. I, I don't, I, exactly, Irish. I don't know. I'm just thinking of names. I'll give you the club. Northern Irish. Leeds United. Oh, we see him in it. Oh, nerd. Oh. Matt. Stuart yeah. Dallas. Stuart Dallas for the point. He's American. <laughs> Washington. Jesus. Probably the worst joke you ever said. <laughs> Mer- really? Washington is, is a that great what... reference, though. Oh, I'm still wound up about that quiz. Still winds me up to this day. <laughs> so does Abu Dhabi, but... Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to give you scores and doors, boys. So in fourth place on two points was Dupe. In yes. joint second place with three points was Nerdphonic and Dave as a party. And out in his own with five points on his return, Friday Night FM. Well done, Joe. Jeez. Why we banned him? <laughs> Do you want the tiebreaker? <laughs> yeah, go on. Go on, why not? This is even a know if it's worse or not. should have said. Yeah, yeah winner takes it. <laughs> yeah. Winner takes all for the tiebreaker. Carolero. Can you do, bro? Dave. Ivan Cavalero. 
Incorrect. Two. Min- minus one. <laughs> Two. Golo Kanta. Incorrect. Joe. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Sorry. How did the points work, Matt? Because I'm sure I got two correct answers, you know. Yeah, but after, you after, after you did it after the clues. Two and a one. Oh, all right. The Martin yeah. as well. I got after you. The clue, That's my yeah. bad. Have a listen. Joe. Joe. Kovacic. Incorrect. Nerd. Nerd. Uh, Isaac Hayden. Incorrect, but a good show. Not because he plays for Newcastle. No, no. <laughs> Just in the. It's one player I remember he's, actually has in the same in the same memory. bracket. Dupe. Scott McTominay. Incorrect. I'm going to give you a clue, lads, because I don't think you're going to get on the first go. He's English. Uncapped. Dupe. Dupe. No, it's not him. Noble. Oh, incorrect. Is he capped? No. Rightly so. Oh. This guy plays for Burnley. Dave. Dave. It's not a boy, is it? Jack Cork. Incorrect. Oh. Joe. Nerd. Joe. Uh, I think that was Matt first, so I'll get it to him. Sorry, I heard Joe. Brownhill. Incorrect. Josh Brownhill. That's what I was going to say, so thank fuck for that. He moved from (laughs) Brighton to Burnley in the last season. Oh, I already have that name. I can't remember his name. I know, I know who it is, but I can't remember his name. But go on, Matt. You've got it in you. Burnley. I'd have to look it up. I'd have to look it up. It's a totally <laughs> random one. So I'll give you the answer, boys. Will I give you the answer? Yeah. Dale yeah. Stevens, um, the highest rated Carrillero in FM Twenty One. How is he worth more than Isaac Hayden? Because Isaac Hayden plays for Newcastle, Matt. Matt hasn't got Newcastle. Matt hasn't got Newcastle loaded. Yeah. Deleted Newcastle off the database. That's your quiz, lads. Thank you very much, sir. Cheers, man. Very good. Well, uh, if that's all we have, that does bring episode 214 to a close. You can find the links for each of us in the podcast description or by visiting weestreamfm.com. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify, and most other popular podcast apps and platforms. The new podcast released every week. Thank you all for listening. There will be more from us next week. Hopefully, with some more features, maybe. Who knows? Say goodbye, folks. Goodbye, folks. Goodbye, folks. Goodbye.